Are you tired of having amazing days wrecked by one negative circumstance? Stay tuned because I'm going to teach you how to create an amazing day. This is the Empower Good Podcast. Welcome back, everyone. This is another episode of the Empower Good Podcast. This is your host, Joel Moutre, and I'm excited about today's episode. You know I say that every time, but I am, because the message uh, that we're going to talk about today, how to make an amazing day, uh, is so useful, so practical, and so needed. It was needed for me. I was uh, literally dependent on whether or not a good day came to me, uh, but now I have learned how to make any day an amazing day. And you're going to want to stick around. At the end, I actually have a recorded testimony, a recorded, uh, you know, really just like a testimony that uh, of a friend of mine who has applied the principles in this episode as we talked in person and has put it to work and literally is uh, having an amazing time at work. Though work has been so stressful, uh, they have applied this and they're just thriving at work. So you're going to want to stick around for that. Before we get into the episode, though, I do want to thank uh, the... The, the listeners for the amazing feedback. We've only had a couple episodes, three, four episodes uh, so far in season two, uh, but the feedback has been phenomenal. Uh, people have said, you know, keep it up. Thank you so much. Uh, we've gotten reviews on the show on Apple Podcasts. I do want to thank you for those reviews, and I want to read one of them uh, to you. This is from uh, Angie Love 559 uh, It says right here, five stars, awesome message. That was the title. Thank you. And it says, thanks for sharing this inspiring message. I appreciate the honest struggles. You know, it takes a little bit to share those. Uh, this is me, by the way, not the, the review. It takes a little bit to share those um, and some vulnerability. But uh, I think that's what makes it personal and that's what makes it awesome. It says, I appreciate the reminder that despite the struggles, there is a lesson to be learned to move forward and to grow. Once again, once again, great message. Thank you so much, Angie for that review. Um, I want to encourage all of you to go onto Apple Podcasts uh, and to review the podcast. It does help other people. I mean, if you've been blessed, somebody goes on there and reads the reviews, um, they, that was like a little, it's like a little pitch from you to them saying, I approve, I like this podcast, I'm inspired, and uh, I know you'll be blessed too. So do swing by uh, and uh, leave a rating and a review. Make sure to subscribe and tell your friends. Um, I do also want to share briefly um, uh, that I've been hiking a lot recently, and uh, I just want to encourage us all to, to be active. Uh, my friends and I were planning on climbing Mount Shasta in June, and uh, hopefully the, the COVID restrictions uh, don't apply uh, or that they're lifted by then. We're going to be climbing Mount, uh, Mount uh, Shasta. It's like 14,150 feet. It's extremely high mountain, uh, snow, crampons. Like This is like a 20-hour day kind of a hike. And uh, it's really high. So we've been training and been outside a lot. And so I thought I just want to share that with you just a little bit from my personal life so that you can uh, keep up with how I'm doing. And by the way, being outside um, for hours, just just like running or training or hiking um, or just working out in general, um, it's just been such a blessing. It's, it's a great coping mechanism for life. And so if you're in a situation right now where you're not exercising, don't feel guilty just be like, okay, you know, what can I do today? Uh, do something for your body. What can I do today to benefit my, my body? Don't think about cutting out all the bad. Think about what can I do? What good can I add to my life in the area of fitness and nutrition uh, to improve my 
to improve my overall well-being. Because by the way, uh, when you exercise and when you eat well, you feel better. When you feel better, your life is just so much better and you're more equipped to empower others. And so um, with that said, let's get into today's topic. And uh, that is that uh, this idea of creating a great day. You know, see the thing is there's two kinds of days. There's ones that start off horrible and there's the ones that start off good but end horrible, right? And I think for many, many years, actually all of my years until this last year, really, um, I kind of was, you know, my happiness depended upon how the day went. Of course, I mean, I'm sure I subconsciously applied some of the principles that I'm about to break down in the past. And, you know, I didn't always just, I wasn't just like a wave tossed in the ocean of, of, you know, vapor in the wind or a reed tossed to and fro uh, or, you know, a flame uh, just uh, being pushed by the wind my whole life. Uh, But I, I really had to wait for a good day to happen uh, to have a good day. And I don't know if any of you can relate to you, re- relate to me. Um, you know, you're having a great day. Let's just start with category one. You wake up on the wrong side of the bed. You know, um, that could just, you just, you wake up feeling horrible. I mean, I've done that. I, I've, I've woken up feeling horrible because I stayed up too late. I've woken up feeling horrible because I ate heavy, like a huge meal right before I went to bed. I didn't sleep well. Some of us have, you know, sleeping problems, right? Uh, some of us, you have a bad day because it's raining outside and you wanted to go to the beach, right? So the day starts off bad, um, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And uh, there's all kinds of, you know, like I said, I put down here, bad hair day, right? You wake up and you're just like already late, you slept in, and then you get to the mirror and you don't have time to take a shower to kind of like reset your hair because then you have to blow dry it or, you know, wait for it to dry. And you just can't, in my case, you can't get that alpha alpha to stick down in the back or the comb over won't stay over. It'll, you know, it stays down or, you know, I don't know. I don't know what the girl problems are, but you get the point, right? Category number two is where the day starts off great. Uh, you're, you're having a great day. You wake up chipper. And by the way, the reason you wake up chipper is because you happened to wake up chipper right? The reason it started off great is because it just happened to start great. And, you know, uh, but then the day turns bad. I'll give you an example. I used to be a lot of door-to-door sales. And in the morning, you just like sell, 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 sell. Books are going out. It's great. It's great. It's great. And you're making sales. And then you go to lunch and you had an amazing morning. During lunch, you're just raving about how awesome the day is. And then right after lunch, it's like dead. And you go door-to-door for like 30 minutes and nothing happens. And all of a sudden, Oh my goodness, today is so horrible. But then obviously you just forgot what all the good things that had just happened, right? Um, another example would be like, you know, having a great day, you're super stoked and like, you know, you're on a date and then you ask the girl like, hey, you know, let's make this official. Let's get together or would you like to do another date? And they reject you. Uh, or in you know, the case of a girl, the guy, the guy doesn't ask you out at all or, the, you know, the guy dumps you or something like that, right? Um, another example is this coronavirus thing, you know, the, that, that literally there's a lot people getting laid off. I've been laid off before. It wasn't because of coronavirus. It was just because they ran out of money. They literally ran out of money. And that's really the case with people getting laid off right now as well. I mean, you had a great day, but all of a sudden you come home and, you know, I had a friend he just told me yesterday that he got laid off and, uh, you know, he was handling it pretty well, but at the same time, you could tell that he was a little bit down about, it. you know, it wasn't something he was just like, oh yeah, no problem. You know, it, it, it took a little bit out of him, right? 
um, or you're just having a great day, but then stress comes along. Some, some small little thing happens and you just get overwhelmed and things start building up and you have a bad rest of the day. I want to let you know that I feel you. I can't understand everything you've gone through. I can't empathize with everything, but I've had both of those scenarios just like you have. I've had a day where it started off bad and I've had days where it started off good, but it ended bad. But either way, they're both bad situations. They're both lame situation because isn't it lame that our happiness is dependent on things we can't control? I mean, think about that. That's, that's really like weak sauce. <laughs> Forgive the expression, right? I mean, like that's really like if, I, if my happiness depends on something I can't control, that is really a depressing thought, right? That's really, that's really unfortunate. That'd be horrible, but we live our lives. It's just, we, we, we wait for the day to be amazing. You know, people ask you, how are you doing? And you say, I'm doing good. I'm doing great. I'm doing amazing. Whatever you like to say. But then when they're not having a great day, it's like, hey, I'm hanging in there. Doing all right. Not doing that great. It's kind of a lame. Don't ask me. Right? Like, like, come on. Does our day really depend? Like, why can't every day be amazing? And I learned this idea, like that what I'm about to explain to you is just revolutionized my, my, my life because instead of waiting for a good day to happen, I, I created a good day. I created an amazing day. And how does that happen? How does that happen? You see, the thing is the situation, the, the things that happen in our day, the bad hair day, the rain, getting laid off, being overwhelmed, being, you know, uh, rejected, uh, not having sales, like, you know, that example or whatever. Those are not the problem. So the problem is how you view the problem, or in other words, what you believe about the problem. And the answer in one word is called reframing. Now, what in the world is reframing? Uh, let me explain it to you. So imagine, uh, you know, you know, Imagine for a second that you have a picture that you have taken or you have, you know, somebody that has pictures on the wall, right? Normally you have pictures and you, to put them on the wall, you can't just like hang the, just the picture on there unless it's like a little, you know, Polaroid picture or something like that you put on your bulletin board. But if, let's say, imagine a beautiful picture of, let's say a sailboat. I mean, I just was in Lake Tahoe yesterday and imagine like a beautiful sailboat and it's just on the sea and it's just amazing kind of like, like, you know, blues and beiges and like navy blue and white. And like maybe there's like a hint of red and one of the flags. You know, it's just like an amazing, like just very well taken or even a painting. Like a very well painted, well taken photo photograph of this beautiful sailboat in this beautiful water with nice skies, et cetera, et cetera. And you're going to the store and you, 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 you want to put it in a frame. And so you look at all the different frames and, you, and, and, the, and the person suggests a frame for it that has unicorns, like unicorns and pink and blue and all turquoise rainbows and sparkles. And you're like, uh, no. Why is it that you in your mind's eye right now can just tell me off the top of your head that this beautiful sailboat picture that just belongs in your living room does not is not going to look good with a unicorn and stars and rainbow picture frame. 
because they just don't go together. In other words, in this example, you obviously have a, the, the, the picture and the frame don't match up together. I mean, if you had a picture of a unicorn and you had a frame with stars and rainbows on it that would fit in your three-year-old's bedroom, see, that would be a better situation. You need a nice frame that has like this this kind of like driftwood kind of feel and look, and maybe it's white, a little bit faded. You can kind of see the wood through the paint on the frame and it just the color of the frame completely matches the accents of the colors in the picture. You see, the thing is you can have an amazing painting and but have the wrong frame and it would just completely destroy the image. Or in the, in the opposite way, why would you have a beautiful frame on a horrible, horrible picture? So no matter how you look at it, see, the thing is we, we think about reframing bad things. You can have a wrong frame on a good thing. Either way, it's the way you look at it that makes the difference. I mean, it's what you believe. It's the how you see the situation that makes the difference. And that's the difference between having an amazing day and creating an amazing day. Nowadays, I don't wait to have an amazing day. I reframe what happens in the day to my benefit. And and really, it's just it's the way I see it. It's what I believe. It's not the situation that's bad. It's how you see it. It's how you view. It's what you believe about the situation. So with that said, let's get to something practical. Let's hear some testimonies. Let's talk practical. What does it look like to reframe so let's start off with a testimony of my good friend who's going to share how this principle of reframing the situations in his day, the negative experiences, actually works for him and how it's revolutionized his time at work and helped him thrive instead of being beat down by his circumstances. So I never really thought I was a negative person. Um, and I remember talking to Joel about this re- whole idea of reframing uh, your thought process. And I thought, that was really cool. I'm a nurse. And so I was like, I can really teach a lot of my patients this. They would really benefit from it. And so I, I found it very fascinating. But then as I began to work, I began to realize that I actually do have negative thoughts. Um, for example, one night I was working, my patient wasn't doing the greatest. We were doing a blood transfusion, just some, some negative side effects were coming on. And the doctor started blaming me about what was going on. And I began to think, oh, I'm a horrible nurse. Like I, I caused all this to happen, but then I was like, wait a minute. No, I'm not a bad nurse. This is just a turn of events. This has just happened because of circumstance and we're going to be able to fix this. And then it ended up the situation turned out fine. But through that whole time, I was able to remain a lot more positive. And since then, it's been like every single night and it's usually just little things here and there that I'm like, I, thoughts come to my mind. I'm like, wait a minute. No, I, I got to reframe that. I got to, I got to rethink that. And it's really been interesting. It's been amazing to see how even though situations can seem so negative, just the way our thoughts are processed can make us feel a lot more happier regardless of the things that are going on around us. I think that that testimony is an awesome testimony. Um, I, it's so funny. I was thinking about what I was like, what, did, what should I record today? And uh, I happened to talk to my, my friend on the phone and he was like, dude, what you shared with me the other day was so awesome. And I, and I share with me his testimony and I was like, dude, you got to record that for me. I'm going to put it on the episode tonight. So I'm so grateful that he shared it because it just illustrates how easy it is. Now, when I say easy, I mean, it's a very simple concept, yet it's so hard. And I wanted to point out something. Um, he started thinking things like, I'm a horrible nurse. This situation is hopeless. You see, the thing is, we both, know, we, all of us know, you know, just by listening to his story, you could agree. We're like, no, of course your situation is not hopeless. You're not a bad nurse. You're not a horrible nurse. You will, it's not like you will, I will never make it as a nurse. All these, I, these thoughts 
are lies about the situation. They're, they're perspectives. They're irrational beliefs about the situation. And I love what he said. He said, no, hold on, hold on. He, it's like he had a little powwow with himself. And he was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, hold on. Joel taught me something. You know, this idea of reframing. Okay, what is actually the truth here? Okay, that's true. Okay, I did make, I, I did do some things that had some negative side effects that thank God were corrected before it actually caused anybody harm. But I'm a new nurse. I'm doing my best. Um, other people at work actually said, this is a great idea to, to do this. Maybe the doctor's having a bad day. By the way, I've been yelled at when I was an EMT. I was yelled at. I made a genuine mistake. It was a complete misunderstanding. And it didn't hurt anybody, thank God. Uh, but I got yelled at. And it, it broke. It just, it, I cried and I had to call the supervisor. I mean, it was just like, I was just, it was, it just tore me to pieces. My, my val, like, I was just wrecked. Um, had I known some of this stuff, it would help me so much. And, and, and I love what he said. He said, no, this can be fixed, uh, you know, and it did get fixed. And I'm not a bit, just because I make a mistake, I'm not a bad nurse, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Another story that I want to share with you is in the area of relationships. I heard this story about a guy who was dating a girl and they had a great relationship, had many memories. Uh, and in, in this particular story, uh, what was it that triggered and what was that made it bad was that the car that the girl owned, had, they had a lot of memories in it. They had driven places, been all over the place. And, and also, obviously, the, you know, the smell, the, the make, the model, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You know how it is. And I can relate with that. I think you can all relate with that as well. The idea like that, that with a person, with a relationship of any kind, if, whether that's with your grandmother who passed away, uh, every time you see certain things, you hear a song, you hear it, you watch a movie, um, you know, the, the certain make and model of a car or certain places and things in your house or in your life that no longer is associated with them. It reminds you of them. And I think anyone in a relationship can understand this idea. And what particularly happened in this, uh, this, this gentleman's case is that he would just, every time he would see this car, uh, not her car, but the car in general, like that make and that model and that color, for example, um, he would get sad and discouraged and depressed. And he would be like, oh, I miss her. And then he would start believing th thoughts of like, I'm alone and I will never have a girlfriend. I will, you know, I will always be lonely and, you know, da 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 And it went on and on and on and on. I think we all can relate. We get sad and discouraged when things like that trigger. It's like, I know my grandmother, she passed away. And uh, I have little little memories of her, uh, you know, the little things that I got from her, uh, from her house, et cetera. And when I see them, it reminds me of her. And it makes me sad to a certain degree. But in particularly in this example, he would get really sad and depressed. And he realized, and then he started learning about reframing. And so he, he literally started reframing. He's like, Lord, how can I reframe this? How can I reframe this? And the way the story goes is that he literally, so he's like, okay, okay, okay. Let, let, what's the truth here? Okay, so when I see this make and model in color driving down the highway, and I get sad and mad and angry at this car. And he, he, he thought to himself, you know, honestly, like, what did this car ever do to me? Nothing. You know, it's just by association that that's why he feels this way, right? So he's like, you know, honestly, that color is my favorite color. What did that car ever do to me? And he just, every time he would see that car, every time he'd see that make or that model or that color in any car, he'd be like, instead of being triggered and being sad and discouraged, and the situation didn't change, folks. The, the car, the, the, that, that car, you can't, you can't avoid, you can't avoid songs or movies or cars or 
locations that you, you know, like let's say church, right? You can't not go to church just because the church reminds you of somebody. Like the situation never changes. It's not what it's not the situation that's the problem. It's how you view the situation. So he was able to reframe that. And so now instead of being triggered and being sad and discouraged and letting a simple car that wasn't his, he doesn't even know the owners, ruin his day. He was able to not let that affect him. He was able to create an amazing day because of that. The final example I want to share from my own experience, and that is when I was at work, I got overwhelmed at this task. I was assigned to do this task that took a lot of energy, a lot of is high-paced, fast-paced. I work in the medical field, and so I was taking orders for one of the doctors. And we work fast. We have a team. There's tons of patients, tons of medications, and and blood work, and all this kind of stuff. All in one, and and, and it's so easy if you don't stay on top of it. Like you get behind and then it's just a big mess. And I just, so many times and I would be doing this, especially when I was learning, I'm way better at it now so I don't get as stressed, but I would just get so overwhelmed because I just, you know, the more orders are coming in. Patients are asking, you know, hey, can I leave? What's going on? And I would get so overwhelmed. And I would just, literally, this is where the challenge for today comes in. I literally had to pause and go like, okay. I have a brain, God created me as a smart human being, I can do this. I basically stated the truth to myself. I didn't believe the fact that just because I felt overwhelmed because of the circumstances that like these feelings of being overwhelmed of like, I can't do this. This is too much. I don't know how I'm going to make it for the rest of the shift. I said, no, okay, what, 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 what is the truth? I have a brain and I'm going to use it. Another example of a phrase that you can say this this situation is uncomfortable, but it's not the end of the world. This situation, I want you to say it with me. This situation is uncomfortable, but it's not the end of the world. And then the one that I said, I have a brain and I'm going to use it. I have options. I might not like the options, but I, I still have a choice. I'm not forced to do anything. I'm not hopeless. I'm not, I'm not helpless. There is a solution. There is a way out. I want to challenge all of you to create an amazing day. Because the thing is, now that you have the tools, and we're gonna have more information about how to make this happen, but your life is gonna change. You can change your life. The quote from one of the previous episodes says that God has given everyone a power like unto their creator. What is that power? It says individuality, power to think and to do. And later on it says to be masters of circumstance. I believe in you. I believe in you. You might be overwhelmed, over, over, overworked, discouraged, uh, triggered right and left by a good day turning bad or just bad days in general. But wouldn't it be nice to be able to wake up on the wrong side of the bed and say, you know what? I'm going to roll over and I'm going to get up on the other side of the bed because I have that choice. Wouldn't that be awesome? You know, it is raining today. Thank God I have an umbrella. Oh, and by the way, we need the rain. I like snow, matter of fact. So if it's raining, it means it's snowing. It means I can go sledding or snowshoeing in my case, right? You know, she might have rejected me. I, you know, you got, you got dumped. But there are, there are plenty of other guys out there, right? I mean, you, you, bad hair day. You know what? I'm not trying to impress anybody anyway, right? <laughs> right? You can, you can reframe it. Um, you can, you can allow your mind to be in control. And I just want to challenge you with that. Have a little powwow with yourself. Take a break. 
you know, just tell your boss, Hey, give me, give me one minute. I'll be back in about two minutes. Um, you know, take a break, take a deep breath, have a little powwow and ask yourself, what is the truth about this situation? What is it that I believe about the situation that's causing me to have these negative side effects? And then tell yourself the truth. Have an awesome day. Have an amazing day. And don't just have an amazing day, but create an amazing day. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Empower Good Podcast. I am truly honored. Remember, until next time, share this episode with somebody who you know needs the encouragement. God bless you, and remember to empower good.